You don't lose your rag when there's no fuel in the car You make us some tea even though you're dying for a wee that's amore Hi there, my name is James and thank you so much for checking out my podcast Dad Mind Matters, helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. In this podcast, I'm going to give you five pieces of great advice on marriage from happily married couples who've been married for over 25 years. This is the third of five podcasts on marriage advice. If you would like to watch the previous two, click the link at the end of the video. Or if you listen to this on my podcast, you can find the other two in the episodes. Tip number 11, never ever assume anything in a marriage. Never assume that you know why your partner is upset or quiet. You don't know. And actually asking someone via a text if they're all right or are you okay, if someone seems a bit quiet, just shows you care. Just shows that you're actually aware of the fact they're quiet. The simple act of just asking someone if they're okay shows you care, shows you're compassionate and shows that you're thinking about them. Sometimes people do have things going on in their mind and that makes them quiet. That's not necessarily a bad thing. But I was, I've never been offended by my wife asking if I'm okay or not. I know if I'm being quiet and I usually tend, because of my mental health issues, I usually tend to tell my wife if I'm having a bit of a wobbly time or if I'm struggling a bit or I'm feeling a bit anxious today and and I explain that that's why I'm quiet. More out of courtesy to her than anyone else in the fact that I'm sharing a house with this person and my children. It's it's nice. They're a bit worried if dad's sort of crashing around the house or dad's quiet around the house it's a bit unnerving so just tell them a a simple text look just to let you know I'm quiet because of this it's nothing to do with you I'm fine it also shows that actually that you value your relationship and your relationship's strong enough that if there is a problem you will tell them Tip number 12, talk every day. This is a memory I have from my childhood that my dad would come home from work. My mum and dad would usually sit and have a gin and tonic or a cup of tea and a chat and go through the day. And I think it was it was something they did that just became habit. And it's something that me and my wife tend to do. Usually she's brought home some shopping and we're unloading the shopping and putting stuff away. Or But it's just a five or ten minutes before the bedlam of trying to get kids to bed and brushing teeth and bedtime stories just to sort of reconnect really. And if there's any major stuff that happened, they find out how her day was how was work how is she doing is she okay it doesn't have to be a long time and it doesn't have to be deep and meaningful conversations but just checking in with each other face to face actually talking to someone as opposed to texts or emails or phone calls it's just a good thing to do being parents is a little bit like running a business and in the same way that you would talk to colleagues quite often my job as a seafront officer when i've been off for a couple of days we go into the office we have a handover meeting whoever's just done the gate patrol in the morning hands over to the next deputy manager is anything you need to know about were there any incidents is anything going on are there any staff off sick it's a similar sort of thing when my wife comes home with the kids okay were they were any messages from school how are they doing were the teachers okay did they get their book bags did they whatever you know is there anything we need to know about before we can continue and these sort of quick pockets of time just sort of keep you going so that you don't have weeks where you feel like you you're just passing like ships in the night you feel like actually communicating and then at the weekend when you get a bit more time I open a bottle of wine and we have a nice chat I don't feel there's any big scary surprises of things that I didn't know that were going on in our life because I hadn't asked 
Tip number 13, nurture your friendship. It's important if possible to also try and see your wife or your husband as your friend. It shouldn't always be about married life and family money stress or what's going on with the kids. Sometimes it's just if possible just to hang out with your partner, watch a film and laugh, kind of just congratulate each other. You're probably doing a really good job against really difficult circumstances. Certainly in this day and age, there's a lot of stress, economic stress in the world, a lot of uncertainty. If you see your partner as your friend, it just adds another dimension to your relationship. If I think about how I am with my friends at work and how I laugh and mess around, and have a bit of banter it might not be exactly the same with your wife but if you can have a similar amount of, of fun teasing each other messing around it's just gonna make your life a bit sunnier and your relationship a bit sunnier a bit more positive women need female friends and men need male friends there's things I tell my male best friend that I probably wouldn't tell my wife and likewise I know there's things that she will tell her female best friend that, that she wouldn't tell me. She probably has a good moan about me to her friends and I can have a good rant and a big good grump to, to my friends about things that she may have done. I think you need sometimes to feel like you can go back to your own tribe and kind of relax. Certainly as a parent, if you think about the things, the experience you've gone through, certainly if you've been there while your wife's been giving birth to a child that's the most real experience that i've ever gone through with someone else in my life watching your wife give birth is the most amazing at times scary exhilarating experience that you've both shared together sometimes it's just really nice to just like share a bottle of wine just have a chat about and re reminisce about the things that you've got through together and things you've successfully overcome and the things you want for the future we we quite often sit down and daydream about what we want in the future what what support we want to be able to to give our kids what we want for our kids what will our kids be in the future what will we be doing in the future what will we do in our retirement what will work look like where will we live i think it's good to have these daydreams and daydream and talk together tip number 14 don't look for faults if you look for faults in your relationship, you'll find them. There will be things that your partner does that annoy you or you don't agree with, but there'll be an equal number of things that you do that your partner doesn't like and doesn't agree with either. I think just not, not just in marriage, but in life, it's helpful to have a glass half full mentality. There's nothing beneficial from looking for faults, for looking on the downside of things. There's no point. There's so much in life that we can't control. And quite often you've just got to get on with it and you can only play the opposition that you have in front of you. Nothing good comes from looking looking for, for faults in someone, for going over conversations of things they did, for past grievances of times they upset you. It's in the past. I imagine most of the stress in our lives comes from us thinking about stuff that's happened in the past. And most worry and uncertainty and fear comes from things that we don't know that might or might not happen in the future. Certainly with my issues with OCD and the intrusive thoughts I get, the amount of stress I've given myself by worrying about things that may or may not have happened in the past, it's just such a waste of time. It's massively ironic that I'm now telling you this, trying to give you the advice on something that I battle with on a daily basis. Some days are better than others and you've just got to get up, get on with it and make the best of the day you've got. Tip number 15, stay intimate. And by intimacy, I don't just mean sex. Sex is an important part of a marriage, but I think it's something that becomes less important the older you get. I think what I'm referring to here is hold hands, give your wife a kiss before she goes to work, give her a hug and tell her you love her. Don't leave anything in the dressing room. 
Sometimes just sitting on the sofa watching telly, holding hands with your wife is just a really nice, affirming thing to do. Having a cuddle in the morning, talking to each other, making the effort. If you feel something for your partner, don't just think it, say it. Actually do it. I don't think you can ever tell someone that you love them enough. I think it needs to be at least a daily occurrence. And that's the sort of stuff that binds a relationship. That's the sort of stuff that strengthens a relationship over the years, over the decades. If you're still holding hands, being nice, complimenting each other, just being nice to each other. That's the stuff that I think strengthens the foundations of a marriage for years. So just to clarify the tips mentioned in this podcast, never assume, never assume what you think might be going on in your partner's mind. If they've gone quiet, make the effort, ask if they're okay. No one's ever going to be upset about whether or not you're asking if they're okay. It shows that you care and it shows that you're compassionate. Make sure that you talk every day. Even if it's a five or 10 minutes when you get in from work, just before you start the onslaught of trying to get kids into bed and maybe houses clean or maybe even having something to eat, sit down, have a cup of tea and a chat with your partner. Just check in, see where they are today. See how they're doing. Nurture the friendship. It's important to try and see your partner as a friend as much as as your wife or your husband. Try and keep the fun in a relationship. Try and have a laugh. Yes, it's important that you take things seriously and being a parent can be serious. Try and make this adventure that you are both on as interesting as possible, as fun as possible. It doesn't have to be like school. Don't look for the flaws. If you look for flaws in a partner, you will find flaws. But there will be an equal number of things that you don't like about your partner that your partner doesn't like about you. You're not perfect and they're not perfect. It's more about whether or not you're perfect for each other. And the last tip in this podcast is stay intimate. Yes, sex is an important part of relationship. It's, it's, it's one way that people really feel they need to connect, especially men. I know that's a massive generalization, but I think men probably would agree that actually sex is important to them as it's a way they feel they can connect with their partner. But also the stuff like holding hands and cuddling and just saying nice things and doing nice things and making the effort and doing things before you're asked to do them. That shows intimacy and I think it's that stuff that builds and binds and strengthens relationships for for decades and for a lifetime. I really hope you got something from this podcast and as I said if you want to watch the previous two you can find them in the episodes or you can click the link above now. I'm really trying to build a community with this podcast that supports men especially dads and especially dads who may struggle with their mental health. If you'd like to help me then please follow the podcast or subscribe to my channel. I hope wherever you are in the world, you're okay. Take care. In the sea when I swim, is that an eel? I feel it's a moray. When you plug in her phone, when you're on 4%, that's a moray. You spend your day off taking rubbish to the tip. Your wife comes home and says you missed a bit. But don't worry, because you're the daddy. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday.